You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, everyone, to today's Gifted with Sheila White, where we use our unique gifts to impact the world. We are grateful that you tuned in to today's podcast to get some empowering information to help you to live a better life. But before we get into our conversation today, I would like for you to subscribe to this podcast, to share it with your family and friends for new episodes and content every Monday at three o'clock p.m. When we come back, I'm so excited today because we will be talking to a gifted individual who specializes with mom entrepreneurs. Imagine yourself being pampered from head to toe, surrendering to the aromas of sweet serenity. Welcome to Libby's Soaps and Candles. Your destination for comfort and relaxation begins here. Visit us at Libby'sSoapsAndCandles.com to learn more about our exotic products. Get back out there in style when you shop at It Is Amazing Boutique. We have all the deals and steals you need for your next night out. Find upscale clothing and accessories for women, men, and children at affordable prices. For more information, visit our website at www.itisamazing.biz or call us at 815-582-4995. That's 815-582-4995. Welcome back. Uh, My guest today is Miss Tanika Hayes, and she is the founder of Single Mother Success, LLC, and she's the author of an exciting book, single mom success. A lot of moms want to be successful out there other than raising your conscious children, your awake children, as I say, keeping them woke. But she is a sought out inspirational speaker. And I love it. I've heard her speak before in workshops and she is phenomenal. She's the owner of a very successful tax company and a mom entrepreneur herself. If you are a single mom out there, there's a lot of challenges you may be having. You may be dealing with a lot of issues like Scott Roll tissues, but don't let that overwhelm you in life because sometimes we could be looking at the mistakes and looking at the big picture and we can get overwhelmed. Miss Tanika Hayes has the tools and the experiences that can help us get equipped to be able to create a better life. So we've got an exciting show for you all today. Welcome, Miss Tanika Hayes. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I'm so excited. There's, like I said, a lot that we have to cover and get into today. But I want to go a little bit into your backstory because, you know, when I met you a few years ago, I was so excited that you had this inspirational message sharing tax information, and then you were sharing faith information. You were sharing so much empowering and some information at this particular seminar that you were at. So let's go a little bit into your backstory of why you decided to deal with moms, specifically single moms. 
what 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 was that all about? Well, it it started five years ago. My daughter became pregnant, and um, mm-hmm. she's a single mom. The father's not in the picture, and mm-hmm. so I said, okay, I have to help her navigate through this. Now she has a whole mm-hmm. child that she's responsible for, and so her decision decision making skills is very important at this time. Mm-hmm. So as I started to lead her and guide her through. She had friends that started having children and started having relationship issues and became single moms. And then it it just blossomed into a group of them. And Mm. then I just started to write things down and I started to have like weekly meetings with them and phone calls and they would call me and it just blossomed over the years into I decided to write a book and then I just decided Mm. to start the program and um, it just naturally progressed. You know, it's interesting because you said, you know, when your daughter became pregnant and then some of her friends became pregnant, it's still a problem today. We're still dealing with teenage pregnancies. I mean, it's still it's still a problem globally, not just within the United States and with a lot of different cultures and things like that. I love the fact that you decided to take the upper road, take the high road and said, you know what, not only am I going to help my daughter, but I'm going to help other young girls that are going through this difficult terrain as well, because a lot of times when this happens to a young girl, when she becomes, you know, going to be expecting a baby, she doesn't know what to do. She feels alone. She feels ashamed. She feels abandoned. And a lot of times she gets a lot of flack, not only maybe from some friends, but from family members. And I, I love the fact that you embraced her. And you know what? We all make mistakes, but you decided to do something about it and help her. And you extended it <laughs> to be able to help other young girls in the same situation. Um, I, I know that gave your heart an extra beat. <laughs> it did because that's my grandson, my only grandchild. And wow. it's just everything that she says and does every place that she, every environment that she's in impacts him. Mm-hmm. So wow. I, just, I just took that as like, wow, like I really need, to, I wasn't, we weren't expecting him to come, but mm-hmm. now that he's here, we're going to do the absolute best we can. Wow. I applaud you. I salute you, my sister, because that, like I said, that's taking the upper road. I know of a lot of young ladies that had their parents, um, even their dad wasn't in the picture, their mom looked down on them. They just were so ashamed themselves, even though it wasn't their mistake. They felt that they made a mistake because the daughter, you know, became pregnant at an early age. And so I, I love the fact that you did something about that. You you still embraced her. Um, and you said you wrote some things down. What are some of those tools? I know in your book, you talk about 12 uh, tools that be able to help um, you know, single moms to navigate through some of the things. So share with us some of those nuggets that you wrote down at that particular time that are probably still true today. One of the things the the number one very first step is awareness. Wow. You know, wow. Being aware and not just going through motions day to day and making mm. it being aware of why I do what I do. Where did my decision making skills come from? Where wow. did, where did, you know, where did this happen where I made this decision, where I overlooked the red flag? How did I get myself into this situation? It didn't just happen overnight. Wow. Boom. It was a snowball effect. It was mm-hmm. one thing led to another thing. So at some point we have to step back and self-assess. And that's the wow. first thing I do with every single person that I come in contact with. Mm-hmm. We do a self-assessment and we, and we're honest with ourselves. 
Okay. Be honest. You're only fooling yourself. You're not fooling nobody but yourself. Come on now. You get ready to preach, girl. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, it's it's really interesting because you you said red flags. For a mom that may be there that may miss that, what are some things that you might have missed with your daughter um, that you just, you know, you just didn't catch some of those flags when she became pregnant? I mean, was she more withdrawn? Um, Just, you know, what are some things that you that you looking back? that you might have missed, um, like you said, doing a self-assessment of the situation today um, that could help some other moms to kind of give them a little running track on something that they may have to deal with possibly nine months later, you know, when they can identify that. So what were some of those flags that you said that you might have not noticed, but you, you know, can help moms with today? Well, to help moms with concerning their own children, Yes, yes, that they may be pregnant and they don't want to tell mom because it's not like they want to say, mom, you know, that guy you told me to leave alone or that wasn't any good. They're having a baby by this this person. So what were some of the flags that you might have not saw in your daughter then that you can help maybe some moms today? One of the flags is the um, the secrecy, the secrecy flag. Mm -hmm. I when she became very secretive and very um withdrawn and distant okay that it was a huge red flag that i just chalked it up to puberty teenage Mm. you have to be very nosy you have to be nosy there's no such thing as privacy you have to know wow as a parent you have to know what's going on you have no idea what your child could be falling into you Mm. have to you have to make it a mission to be aware of what's happening to your child emotionally, mentally, spiritually. You have to, you have to fight for the connection because mm-hmm. there's a, almost like as if it's a force that's pulling the, the child away from you. And you have to fight against that force to keep mm-hmm. that child close to you. Wow. You, and, and, and when you say that, it's so true because even with our young men, there's there's things that they will do to be withdrawn. You know, they're going to be expecting a baby and maybe they start pulling away from family because they're thinking when they find out it's going to be I'm going to have to go out and work or get a job or it's just going to change their life in a lot of ways. And so those important flags that you mentioned is is really so important. Just like you said, you got to get nosy. And a lot of kids now, they don't want their parents to be involved in their life. It's privacy, privacy, privacy. But they, they their life one day. You know, and so you are right. The red flags and the set of self-assessment that you have to do, you know, looking at yourself, because even though the child is going through what she's going through, it's still your daughter. You know, that news may not be good news, but it's still your child. And you want to be there for them um, to help them get get through that situation. And, you know, Tanika, you mentioned that you begin to write things down to help some of her friends that were going through some of the same situations. Um, some of those nuggets, what were you, what was your, you were writing things down, but what was your intention or your vision for this? You know, this, you got this pile of information here. I can help you and I can help you and I can help you. What was that like for you? Were you thinking, okay, this is going to turn into what it is today, an awesome company, or were you just said, you know what, because of my belief system and being a mom and wanting to help your daughter and her friends, what was your intention um, and your vision for for working with the single moms, you know, at that particular time, these young young girls. It was just there were so many, 
that wow. there were so many and it, to the point where it's like the blind was leading the blind mm. and nobody was passing down any type of knowledge or information. And, mm. and upon further research, getting involved with my daughter's friends and getting to know their parents, I saw their, the parents didn't have the knowledge either. So mm. it was the blind, it was literally the blind leading the blind. Mm. Wow. And you know, that scripture, the blind leads the blind, they all fall into the ditch, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things. Yeah. And it's so important as you think about that, you're right, because a lot of times the girls, like, I'm just going to hang out with my peers because they feel they know it all. They know what they're going through. And they and they sometimes overlook the help and the wisdom that the parents can give them, you know, that mother can give them um, or grandmother that can give them um, through that situation and help them to just navigate through the through the uh, the troubled waters, you know, that they may be experiencing and things like that. Was it difficult to get the moms? Because I know you focus on family, you focus on faith, you focus on uh, fitness and and, um, you know, finances. Was it difficult to get as you started moving on and getting a little farther, getting moms to kind of juggle all of those things because they have a full plate as it is, you know, moms. And then you, you're bringing in the finance part, you know, you're bringing in the family part. And a lot of times because of the pregnancy, the family may be broken because of that, that, you know, that child, you know, having a baby out of wedlock. So the dynamics may be different, but then in your heart, you said, you know what, it's not just about the family dynamics, these other components that you brought in, like I said, family, fitness, fun, faith. How did all of that come together as you were developing the single mom's concept? So it was basically just a step-by-step process. It was, first of all, once you're once you're aware of your patterns, your patterns of behavior, your thought mm-hmm. process, what impacts you, what influences you, then it's time to take action. And okay. how you take action is not play the tapes over and over again about I did this, I feel. You stop playing the tapes. I I tell the women, you're going to be in two places. You're going to either be in the world of reasons why or you're going to be in the world of Mm -hmm. actions. Mm -hmm. Reasons why you're going to spiral into depression, anxiety, fear, action, you're going to move forward. Because if you put one foot in front of the other, you have no choice but to move. Mm -hmm. That's that's physics. You're going to move. Yes, yes. Immediately get out of the story and get into action. Wow. Putting one foot in front of the other, just one step at a time, even if it's just a baby step. It's really, really important. Just taking a little step at a time. Do you find that they're they're afraid as you're talking to them? Um, Because it's so much going on. And how do you get to how do you pull them into your I'll say your loving arms and saying it's okay, It's all right. You're going to make it through this. How do you help them to calm down, so to speak? through all of this counseling and helping them to know that it's going to be all right, that, you know, that they can make it through this, these troubled times. I, I, I communicate. It's all communication and it's mm-hmm. repetition. And I repeat, fear is not real. It's not mm-hmm. real. You're afraid mm-hmm. of something that doesn't exist. It hasn't happened. Wow. You're afraid of mm-hmm. something that's in a cloud that's not real. You can't touch it. You can't smell it. You can't eat it. You can't see it. You're afraid of something that's not real. So when you get into reality, it's Mm -hmm. not there. That fear, all those fears are not there. What's here is you right now. And Mm -hmm. you move move past that. There's Mm -hmm. no one that can know the future. 
The only way you can know the future is if you continue to do the same thing over and over. Then you know for a fact you're going to get the same result. That's the only way you know the future for a fact is if you know you're going to do the same thing and you know you're going to get the same result. That's it. There's no other way. Yeah, yeah. And I think Les Brown says it like doing the same thing over and over is a form of insanity. And unfortunately, if you expect a different result result from it, it's insane. Because why would you get a different result? It's the same exact thing. Mm. And, you know, it's like it's like a generational curse, because maybe if one person got pregnant and then they have a daughter and then it just goes down the line. I, you know, know in generations, a lot of people like that and they're doing the same, making the same mistake is what, what you just talked about. They're doing the same thing over and over again. And a lot of times it's what we call the baby mama drama. <laughs> it's so much. It's like, when is it going to be resolved and, and, and things along that line? This is such a heart uh, message as far as what you're doing, the type of work that you're doing, working with single moms, counseling them, because when you're dealing with family, that could be a heavy issue in and of itself. And then you throw finances in there, which we're going to get a little bit more into that as far as with the tax piece, but you throw that in there. And then you throw, you know, the family, the faith, the finances, the fitness, you know, people are out of shape, their body's changing. I want to just ask you the question of how do you, um, how does your faith play a pivotal role in all this? Because you are a heart centered messenger, obviously. Otherwise, you can do this. I mean, you you obviously have a, a heart for people and a heart for helping people. How does your faith play in what you do and why? You do what you do. Because I, I I share that my faith gave me information. I got information from the word. I got knowledge. And it's such a and it's and it's so it's at such a deep level mm. that people don't even realize how deep it really is. Like when like I'm gonna give you an example. When my faith okay. says that whatsoever a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Mm-hmm. That means that there's no such thing as a curse or anything that anybody said. The only reason it exists is because you said it. Wow. Say that again. Say that again. (laughs) The only reason it exists is because you said it. Mm. It's because you thought Uh, it. mm. Because as soon as you think it, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he immediately, just like that. Mm. All you have to do is don't think it, don't say it, and it will not exist. You brought it into it. That's the power that you have. Mm-hmm. And it's faith that taught me that. I didn't know that before. That's something I did not know until okay. I read it and then I understood it. Okay. That I can speak into existence anything. Wow. Which is it, which is power. That's power. You're just carrying that power in your tongue. You know, there's like life and death. It's literally, you know, is in the power of the tongue is what you speak. And that's why I think as you're working with these young ladies and you're sharing different concepts and different nuggets and 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 praying with them, I know that's what you have to be doing with some of these single moms in the organization is just pretty much travailing with them through this, through a lot of difficulties. Um, are there some stories that you can share that a mom has just went from zero to hero in her circumstances or situation and that literally turned her life around as a result of you just sharing your gifting of what God has given you. Because like I said, as a heart centered messenger, you're doing this, not just for fame, or as they say, a fortune, you're involved in this when you bring in the faith part of it, because that's going to bring the tears down as you're hearing these stories and dealing with these women. 
And so is there something that you can share from a person that might have, and it might be your own daughter's story that yeah, you can, can share. share? I mm-hmm. mean, I, I can, I'm going to try as best I can because all of them, all of them, every single one of them is a success story. I haven't met one that's not a success wow. story. Wow. Because wow. it's impossible to hear what I say and see what I've done and it don't mm-hmm. impact because I'm not just talking words. You see me, my life. You were standing here in my house and you saw it. You saw the work that I do on my laptop. You saw me studying. You saw me taking a test. You saw me going to work. You saw me on the bus. You saw me on the train, taking kids to daycare, picking them up, going back home, cooking dinner. Mm -hmm. You saw everything. So there's Mm -hmm. no way that you cannot progress. Mm -hmm. No way, because I've shown you. Mm -hmm. I'm not just talking. Wow. It's an example. In in Mm. spite of what you saw your parents do or your grandparents do or your aunts in your neighborhood, they saw me. Mm. Mm -hmm. I just became what I'm telling them to do. Instead of just talking it, I walk it. And they see me walk and they start walking. Deja, for example, my daughter. Yeah. When she started to go the wrong direction, because I was a support system and because I was supportive, she took advantage of that. And mm. got to the point where she was stagnant. And I had to put my foot down and say, no more. Wow. Wow. You have to go. Mm. And whatever happens, happens. Because you put yourself in this position. I gave yeah. you support. You didn't do what you're supposed to do. And now the, the window of opportunity is closed. You missed wow. the button. Now you have to wait for your next window. And when I put her out, she went and moved with a friend. Okay. Stay with a friend for six months. She got her own job. She got her own apartment. She went to school. She got a better pen job. She got certified. And now she's an, an addiction counselor. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. Even that... her friend, her mm-hmm. friend, the same thing. She mm-hmm. went to school to be a certified nurse assistant. And now she actually kept going to school to be a nurse. Another friend of mm-hmm. hers went to Job Corps and got a certification as a certified medical assistant. She works mm-hmm. in a clinic. Another mm-hmm. friend of hers went to college and then went to law school. All of them, every single one of them mm-hmm. we, we got into action because nothing's going to change if you don't get into action. You can talk and pray and cry all day until you get in action. Nothing's mm-hmm. going to happen. That's powerful. That's powerful. What can you say to a mom that's in those shoes that she's feeling, OK, my daughter made this mistake. Um, she told her maybe not to deal with the guy at all or maybe he was an OK guy, but. It's just that they're in this situation, you know, and you said, don't focus on the fear, but focus on the faith, focus on moving forward, focus on the action. But that mom may be afraid to step out like you do, have the courage that you have, the courage to stand and to face the situation and to deal with it. What can you say to some moms out there in the situation where their daughter is expecting their single parent, single mom, and they want to move to, into action, but they're paralyzed in fear? What would you say to those moms to help them? The the mom of the the the, the mom of the yeah the girl that's pregnant because she say, wants to do what you did to get the results, but she's afraid the girl's not going to love her. She's going to be going through some difficulties, like you said. You put your daughter out; it may not be the path for everyone. But what would you say to a mom that's in that situation? She's basically paralyzed in fear because she doesn't know what to do, other than getting in contact with you. Of course, we're going to give that information too. But that mom, I would say, who are you being mm. that you will allow your child to be like this? Who are you being? You have to be being a certain kind of person that is afraid to let your child grow up. 
Let mm. life happen. Let them learn how to deal with it. Let them jump in and let them learn how to swim. What wow. kind of person are you being? Because there's an impact on yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you right. not love yourself enough to take the burden off of yourself? Because it's going to impact your health. It's going to impact your life. It's going to impact you in a negative way. Mm-hmm. All because of fear. that And it's fear of what you don't even know. You mm-hmm. don't even, not has not happened. So mm-hmm. who are you being? You, you, for you to have a certain result, you have to be a certain person that does a certain thing. Who you're being gives you what you do and what you have. Wow. Wow. It's, you know, somebody said there's their strongest child may be strong willed, but I kind of think of it as like in what you're saying, is it a strong willed child or is it a weak willed parent? <laughs> it's kind of sounded like what you're saying, a weak willed parent, because if you're a strong parent, you're going to deal with it. You're going to do it. You're going to, like you said, take action and not to sit there and kind of stew and saying, what am I going to do? What are we going to do? And, you know, thinking about all the outside circumstances of the shame and abandonment and all of that. Um, you, you're just not going to be paralyzed in fear. You're going to take action. And I think what you're saying to me is like, that's a moment of impact. That's a time when the parent has to stand up. And as they say, put your big pants on, your big girl pants on or whatever, and deal with what you have to deal with, because we all make mistakes. You know, some just make more mistakes than others, but we can always start again. You can hit that reset button. It doesn't mean that it's over. If you are a single mom, especially if you are a young mom, it doesn't mean that it's over. It just means that, like you said, you have to take action. You know, what are you going to do about the situation? And about the circumstances and moving forward and moving on. You know, you might not like your choices. That's mm. one thing. You might not like your options. You're okay. not going to be happy. Every, you're not going to get every single thing you want. You might have to crawl and then walk and then run. You wow. might have to live in a terrible neighborhood for six months to save to get to a better credit rating so you can get approved for a better neighborhood. You might have to crawl before you walk. That's wow. As long as you're moving, mm. not just stuck in like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> That's so true. And people feel like that. They feel like when you get that news, it is deer in the headlights. You're like, oh, the girl, yeah. the parent, the father. I was shocked. I was so shocked after all we've been through. Mm. My daughter to allow her judgment because it was her judgment. After so, mm. seeing me make those, she saw me mm. make those exact mistakes. You saw the spiral. She saw the progression. She saw the beginning to the end. Then she, it was a moment of weakness. And I said, this is humanity. Ooh, it was a wow. moment of weakness. She experienced mm. a moment of weakness. Wow. Wow. And, and that's, and, and, and we all experience those moments of weakness, even yeah. as, as an older adult. It could You could be a senior and have a yeah. moment of weakness. You could be a male and have a moment of weakness. I like the way you explained that. But the thing that you came back to is the action. What are you going to do about it? You know, I think that's the question is, what are you going to do about it? You have that moment of weakness. You have that moment of impact that has impacted your life. Like you said, you, you know, you're going to have a beautiful grandchild if you're the parent or whatever, possibly. But the situation is, what are you going to do about it? And like you said, if you can't, if you crawl, walk, hop, leap, do something, you know, do something. And, and the fact that you said that it, you may not be happy with the decision that you make on the onset, but just hang in there and stay in there. 
because uh, it'll get better and, and, and things will come together. And there's so many resources that are available now that w- wasn't available even years ago. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, as a as a busy inspirational speaker, Tanika, and, you know, as an author and, you know, a mom entrepreneur yourself with a busy, you know, um, you know, tax business. How do you find time to just unwind and to be able to, to relax and and to have self-preservation for yourself? Because when you're in this service business helping people, it can be draining. You oh, know, yeah. how do you how do you unwind? How do you find time for yourself to refuel, to refill your cup? Because your cup is always overflowing. You're helping so many people. So I what schedule. do you do? I schedule it. I, I actually have it in my calendar. Because mm-hmm. one thing is I did a self-assessment of myself. What are okay. my what are my weaknesses? What brings me joy? Wow. 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 What okay. brings me strife, contention, anxiety, all that stuff. What I know what triggers this and what brings that. Mm-hmm. So I schedule the things that bring me joy. I schedule where it's iron sharpens iron. It's me and my mm-hmm. other peers, and we're talking mm-hmm. and we're hashing out techniques and things that work and things that don't work. It's wow. like strengthening each other and then I have relaxing time where it's just me by myself I schedule it I actually turn the phones off no technology whatsoever Mm. so it's in the calendar and I don't ignore it and I have boundaries I I don't let people cross my boundaries because they try they really try and you know how to do this okay but I said no and you know it's important I'm kind of laughing at that because you know when you said to when you said Hey, I have to schedule time. I have to say no. People don't know how to say no. Moms that the parent of the child may feel helpless and they feel like I've got to do everything. I've got to overextend myself to help the child going through the situation and they get burned out. You know, they're they're trying to help and they overcompensate by doing everything things for the child. And they they take on the responsibility doing their laundry, cleaning just doing things if they're living at home. And they don't know how to take that time out to relax themselves. But this as a single mom, um, you know, like you said, taking time out for yourself, scheduling time. We schedule time for everybody else. We schedule dinner time. We schedule time to pick up kids at school. We schedule the time we got to be at work, time to go to bed, the time. But when do we schedule time for ourselves? And so I, I think that's a golden nugget. Like you said, you unplug from the world. You unplug from technology. Um, you unplug from all of those, what we call plug-in drugs, television, you know, radio and all, TV and all that. Those are drugs too. And as you unplug from the world and unplug and just say, turn out the light, so to speak, dim the, the things around you and to begin to relax and reflect and just to, to uh, take time to preserve yourself so that you can be able to help. Because if you don't, you said an important word, you said trigger. What are some of those triggers for you that you've noticed that, hey, if I don't if, if I'm doing too much of this, it's going to pull me back into a place I don't want to be. What are some of those triggers that we can look out for? Maybe if we don't realize it because we're on the treadmill all the time and we're not recognizing that this trigger caused us to keep going instead of stopping and unwinding. So let's talk about some triggers that single moms have that they can stop. And just be re- and relax. A trigger is when you when you've experienced something that caused mm-hmm. you to suffer. Wow. When you've experienced something, you've been through it already. So mm-hmm. now you know if you go there, this is gonna trigger this. So you set a boundary. I'm not gonna go there. Mm. 
and, and then and then pay attention to why you even thinking about crossing your boundary. What mm. is it about this that's making you even think of crossing your own boundary that you set for yourself? And it's a lot of times it comes from brokenness, being broken because it's not putting, it's putting others above you. Why is that so important, more important than your own happiness, your mm. own peace of mind, your own sanity and safety? Why would you even put, it's something, a trigger, and it always comes from childhood. Something happened as a child that you said, when I grow up, I'm not going to let that happen. And that's when it started. Mm. You know, brokenness, that's a word right there. I think brokenness, and I know you spoke on forgiveness as well. Those two coupled together keeps people trapped. You know, it has a, a holographic grip on individuals. Um, even if it's like a single mom that, you know, she was with the person and then they divorced or something happened or a young girl that got pregnant out of wedlock, that brokenness um, can just destroy certain parts of that person. And um, like you said, it's there's a thread. There's a thread there that goes back, you know, a lot of times into childhood, how they were treated. And and sometimes they don't feel that they deserve to be in a good relationship or to be with a loving person, you know, without the abuse, verbal, mental or emotional, you know, abuse and things like that. You are. Why are you so bad? Why are you so bad? That sticks. Why are you so bad? You always doing something. It sticks. From three, mm. it's forever. Wow. And, you know, it's, it's amazing because, you know, people say I'm going to beat them until the white meat shows in their head or something. <laughs> beat them with different things. I know Bertie Mac yeah, used to say that. Relationships. Yes. And so the brokenness, the, the unforgiveness, all of these things are things that, like I said, just hold us back. And then your your mom and your 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 single and you're trying to juggle this. You're by yourself and you're trying to juggle the brokenness, the unforgiveness, um, just the lack of self esteem. You know all of that meshed together, and that's the reason why um, you all. I want you to get in contact with Miss Tanika Hayes because she has the information that can help you to be able to create a better life. You may be in that situation, but there is help. There is someone that cares. There is someone that has studied this, that has been through this. And the fact that she's lived this, she's not talking it. She didn't just write a book about it, doing research. She actually lived this life. She is a mountain climber that went to the top and that made it. And so she's on the other side um, from a success, successful point of view. You know what, Ms. Tamika, I want to also just mention something. We talk about finance, and I know that you are a tax expert extraordinaire. Okay. All of the ins and outs, you know how to navigate that. What are some things that single moms run into? Maybe when it comes to tax time, they don't know what things they can do, you know, having a baby or having children. Are there some nuggets that you can give us just some little points about some tax information, some things maybe they can look into or be able to get in contact with you to get more information about uh, taxes and children and being a single parent and an entrepreneur? I know that's a, a big ball of wax there, but go ahead. Let me you tackle it. No, no one, everyone has more than one skill. So assessing what other skills you have and how to monetize that, that skill mm. and being an entrepreneur, even if it's a small scale, even if it's $50 a week, being okay. an entrepreneur will open up tax benefits for you that will affect all of your income. So there's things you can write off as an entrepreneur. You can't from just working as an employee. It's not mm -hmm. possible. You need it. There's an actual document for entrepreneurs that opens up. And so there are everyday living expenses 
that a portion of those expenses can be brought off as entrepreneurial because you're trying to start, you're doing a business. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just $50, because $50 a week would turn into $100 a week if you keep doing it. And $100 Mm -hmm. would turn into $1,000 and $1,000 would turn into $10,000 if you keep doing it. If Mm -hmm. you you get better and better at it and you grow it, Mm-hmm. because it's there's there's something like in 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 life things are either dead or they're alive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the, it's either dead or it's alive if it's living it's growing mm-hmm. just grow it wow and and it's important like you said even though you might have you know be a single mom you can be an entrepreneur um and that's one of the specialties that you talk about telling them how they can be successful you know in that you know um how can our audience get in contact with you to get more information on some of the speaking engagements um some of the tax information because i know you said being a, getting a business or having a business is a benefit as a single mom as an entrepreneur as a mompreneur um and and get information on the single mom success club you know give us your contact information so that people can contact you this is something that's a worldwide epidemic uh, with pregnancy, teen pregnancy specifically, and just single parenting. So give us your information. Sure. Um, I can be reached at Hayes Tax Prep, HayesTaxPrep.com, SingleMotherSuccess.com. There's the two, I have two websites um, on Facebook, Hayes Tax Prep on Facebook, um, Single Mother Success on Facebook. It's um, um, Instagram, Single Mother Success. You can see my my face on everything. So you know it's me. And um, and you just send me a message. You know, the book, I have the book, the single, the single mom success book. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has the tools in here that I talk about. And when we have our meetings, we have weekly meetings, we have monthly meetings, we go on uh, weekend retreats every three months, and we wow. just get together and really just iron sharpens iron. And mm-hmm. that's and I, I mentor, I mentor another woman who is uh, phenomenal. She's mm-hmm. now she has her own tax business and she got mm-hmm. a, she became a CPA and she has <laughs> a bookkeeping firm and she has employed and it's just all every single woman has done something amazing. They have gone wow. on. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole mm-hmm. point that they're and the key. What you said is that you create the life. Everything wow. created it themselves. Wow. That's important. And, you know, like I said, moms are dealing with so many things, dealing with single moms are dealing with a lot of issues. You know, the pandemic is going on and and then all this other stuff that's happening in the news of late. Um, There is someone out there that can help you to get out of your situation, to be able to create a better life for yourself as a single mom. I love this organization that is out there that's helping single moms. Um, You know, Tanika is doing Facebook. She's meeting with people. She's going on retreats. You need this time to spend with someone that really, really does cares. Friends, we're just about out of time. Thank you for listening. If you did not hear the entire broadcast, please visit our website for updates and more information. And please leave a comment at www.road2eternity.net. And remember, you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Use your gifts to impact the world. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.